This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. He turned to the nurse and said, I've been vomiting blood. Nature's deadliest organisms. He looked like death was coming upon him. They can hijack our bodies. Thinking of having to get my body cut open, having my bones cut, freaked me out pretty bad. Disable our immune systems. It was a hopeless, helpless feeling to watch her just wasting away. And eat us from within. It seemed like she was crippled. I couldn't believe it. For those infected, they are the monsters inside me. Backyard Killers. Many people believe you're most likely to contract a deadly disease by traveling to a far-flung corner of the globe. But the truth is, the danger is lurking in our own backyards. Steve and Beth Beck live just outside of Seattle in Mount Lake Terrace, Washington. I met Beth back in the 90s. We went to a comedy club, and she laughed, and she kind of snorted. So I knew she felt a little comfortable with me. Steve and I are a huge success story. I met the guy for me. They have two children, 14-year-old Alyssa and 16-year-old Tristan. Alyssa and Tristan are very active kids. They like to be outdoors and just do fun stuff. I've been very proud of my children from the minute they were born. (laughs) Alyssa was a very fun little girl, and she liked to do crafts a lot. And Tristan has always been a super skinny kid, but still he was just a real natural athlete. Despite the family's busy lifestyle, there's one thing they always make time for. We barbecue year-round. It's very important for our family to be outside in the bond and have a good meal. But this family's strength is about to be put to the ultimate test. 
One afternoon in May, Steve is at work when his phone rings. I was at a meeting with a client, and I got a call from Tristan. He told me that when he was in the middle of math class, that he had a sharp pain in his stomach. Like there's somebody sticking a knife in his stomach. Sounded like he got hit with a nasty stomach bug. I wasn't too concerned, but I told him it's fine to check himself out of school. Tristan goes home to rest. That evening, when Steve and Beth arrive back at the house, there's been a startling development. He said he had been vomiting about every half hour. I was really concerned because he just typically is a really healthy kid. I thought it was just a 24-hour stomach bug and he'd feel a lot better in the morning. But Tristan's condition only gets worse. Steve and I woke up in the middle of the night to the sound of Tristan's dry heaving. And I've never heard anybody vomit that loudly before. It smelled very pungent and had a real strong bile smell. I was very concerned about Tristan, but I just thought it had something to do with the stomach flu. I wanted to keep him hydrated, so I brought him water, but none of us got much sleep that night. The next day, Beth stays home from work to care for Tristan. But by the following morning, the boy's nausea hasn't relented. Normally, Tristan is a very happy kid, but I could just tell from the look in his eye that he was losing hope. That was the alarm for me that it was something way worse than just a stomach bug. I said that I would take him to the clinic. When they arrive at the clinic, Tristan makes a startling confession. He turned to the nurse and said, I've been vomiting blood. I was beside myself because I did not know what could be causing blood in his vomit. The nurse checks Tristan's vitals and runs multiple blood tests. The results of the blood tests were inconclusive. I was just so frustrated at my wit's end that there was no end to this. But they couldn't tell us what was wrong. They just sent us home with some anti-nausea medicine and anti-gas pills. Tristan begins taking the medication, but the next day, his illness takes an unusual turn. I woke up the next morning and went to check on Tristan. I realized that the vomiting and the dehydration had really taken a toll on him and that he had lost a lot of weight, about five pounds. I was starting to panic. Now, a growing kid shouldn't lose that much weight in that short of time. We knew we'd have to take him to the emergency room right away. Steve and Beth rush their ailing son to the hospital. They put him on an examining table and they hooked him up to an IV and checked all of his vitals and they didn't know what was making him vomit and so sick like that. It was very frustrating, but the doctor said they would just keep him on the IV and monitor his situation. Doctors keep Tristan in the hospital overnight. But the next morning, his state takes a turn for the worse. He started vomiting black stuff. It was just like tar. It smelled like rotten eggs and garbage. It was disgusting. It was very scary to see that. He looked like death was coming upon him. He just said, I'm, I'm scared, Dad. I felt very helpless. 
I'm not trying to think my son's sick enough that he can die. It's always in the back of your head. I called one of the doctors into the room, then she knew there was something seriously wrong. Without much to go on, doctors take a new approach. They sent us off to this big exam room with this huge x-ray machine that he was put under, and he drank this barium liquid. Barium liquid is a special metallic fluid that shows up on x-rays and is used to detect abnormalities in the digestive system. They had this x-ray on the screen and were watching this liquid go into his mouth and down his throat and into his stomach and then into his intestines and it just stopped there. The two technicians were kind of looking at each other alarmingly like, why is it stopping there? And they called the doctor in. Surgeon Dr. Kimberly Reilly of Seattle Children's Hospital takes on Tristan's case. When I first reviewed his case, it was pretty clear that he had a bowel obstruction. A bowel obstruction deprives the body of critical nutrients and can lead to numerous complications. And in Tristan's case, it's having a disturbing effect. Tristan was vomiting up bile, blood, and even his own fecal matter. Everything was coming up and going the opposite direction because of the blockage. I was just horrified. And there's another complication. The intestines could have burst. Tristan was really at risk for losing his life. So I was very worried about Tristan. I knew he had a bowel obstruction, but I did not know what the cause was. To find out, doctors recommend a radical course of action. The surgeon told us that Tristan needed immediate exploratory surgery. That just blew me away. As doctors prepare Tristan for surgery, the family shares one last exchange. I couldn't imagine not having my kids or, or losing one or, or both of them. It's something I couldn't even think about. Tristan means everything to me. And I might not see him awake again. So I told him that I loved him. My family is the most important thing to me. In the operating room, Dr. Reilly begins the procedure. I made a small incision in the belly button and placed a camera through it. I could see that part of the intestines were very ballooned and abnormally enlarged and slightly purple, which meant that they were starting to lose their blood supply, but we still couldn't quite see what the cause was. Dr. Reilly takes a new approach. I made the incision larger so that we could start to actually lift the loops of intestine out of his body. We had about a third of Tristan's intestine outside of his body. And I very carefully went through each loop by hand. All of a sudden, I saw something shiny on the intestine. It was reflecting the operating room lights. It was very surprising. Doctors are in the middle of exploratory surgery on 16-year-old Tristan Beck when they discover something mysterious in his intestines. All of a sudden, I saw something shiny on the intestine that was reflecting the operating room lights. And I said, why is there metal there? It was a very fine piece of metal, just a little bit wider than a piece of hair on your head and about an inch long. Dr. Reilly reveals the culprit to Beth and Steve. The doctor came in and she showed us this tiny piece of metal. I could not even see it. 
without putting on my glasses. It was so small. I was just like, what are you talking about? It made no sense. When we got a good look at it, I knew exactly what it was. Tristan swallowed a small metal bristle from a grill brush. I was just shocked that something so small could cause so much damage. It was just horrifying that that was in my son. Inside Tristan's digestive system, the tiny piece of metal has worked its way through his intestinal wall, pinning several loops of his small intestine together like an accordion, causing the bowel obstruction, nausea, and fecal vomit. That could have killed him, and I, I was just blown away. Every year in the United States, approximately 80,000 people visit the emergency room having ingested a foreign object. The majority of them are children. While most foreign objects pass through the body naturally, some, including small magnets, needles, and fish bones, can lead to serious complications. And in roughly 1,500 cases per year, these complications prove fatal. Dr. Reilly continues with Tristan's surgery. Luckily, Tristan's intestines did not suffer a significant injury. So then I put all of his intestine back inside and closed up the incision. Tristan is wheeled back into intensive care. And 20 minutes later, he wakes up. I was really scared going to surgery, but when I came out, I saw my parents standing there and smiling down at me, and I knew I'd be okay. I was extremely relieved to see Tristan okay. I was very happy to see Tristan wake up. After five days of recovery, Tristan leaves the hospital. And today, he has no enduring complications. But how did this tiny wire bristle end up inside Tristan in the first place? I always use a wire brush when I clean the grill, and I scrape it pretty good. I think the bristle got stuck on the metal part of the grill. Tristan didn't even know at the time, but he must have swallowed this wire bristle. I did feel a little guilty with this whole thing. I don't blame my dad at all. It's just a one in a million chance. Nonetheless, the Becks have made some changes to their lifestyle. I've hidden the grill brush. We'll never, ever use that again. And we're using a pumice stone. And that's not the only lesson the family has learned. I am just reminded how blessed we are to have our children and to have the good health that we do have. Definitely do take life less for granted, and I try to live it to the fullest every day. When using a metal bristle brush to clean a grill, medical professionals recommend wiping down the surface with a paper towel or moist cloth to ensure that the grill is free of stray bristles. Alternatively, it is recommended to use scrapers made of wood, plastic, or pumice stone. The threat posed by a wire bristle brush is a relatively recent phenomenon. But one surprising backyard killer has been around since ancient times. Cody's diagnosis was a complete shock to me. My baby is definitely dying. Christy Baker lives in the small town of Cuero, Texas. I'm definitely a country girl. Do not want anything to do with the city. I love riding horses, go to the rodeo every year. 
I love being in the country. But the most important part of her life is being a mom to her two sons, 10-year-old Chandler and 14-year-old Cody. Cody and Chandler, they're night and day. Cody is more quiet, more reserved, kind of shy. Chandler is definitely the wild one. I've always been an outgoing person. I would like to be a musician, um, like a guitar player, like my idol is Slash from Guns N' Roses. But Cody's not like that. Cody is pretty adamant, always has been, that he wants to be a mechanic. At home, Christy runs a tight ship. If me and him get in trouble, that's it. Mom is, she's going to snap. <laughs> I'm definitely a problem solver. When something is wrong, I will try to fix it. It's a late afternoon in spring. I was sitting in the living room watching TV. Cody came in to the living room after he had just gotten out of the shower and told me that he had a welt on his leg. I looked it over, and it simply looked like some type of bite. I did ask Cody if he had been bit by anything. He told me he had not. I just decided to kind of keep an eye on it for a little while and see what it looked like in the morning. The next morning, Christy follows up. I was in the kitchen making breakfast, and I asked Cody to show me the spot. And it was gone. It was over with. So I didn't really think any more of it. But for the next week, Chandler notices that Cody is unusually quiet. It was like having a stranger in the house. One day, Chandler tries to get him out of his rut. Well, we got home after school, and he was sitting there playing his game. So I walked in there and I asked him if he wanted to go ride bikes or something. And he said, no, I'm tired. I was worried, or he just didn't want to do anything. Chandler complains to his mom, but Christy lets the boys work it out. Cody's fatigue lasts throughout the summer. As fall begins, Christy is helping the boys get ready for school. When Cody came into the living room that morning, he had on a pair of jeans and no shirt. And I noticed what looked like measles all over his body. Measles is a viral infection. It starts with a rash and inflammation, but can also lead to pneumonia, encephalitis, and death. Cody had had all of his vaccines, but maybe it was measles. He looked like he was in pain. I was definitely freaking out. So, with Chandler in tow, Christy takes Cody to the doctor's office. We got to the doctor. They put him in an examination room, weighed him, took his blood pressure, took his temperature. The doctor didn't think it was measles because he didn't have any fever. He didn't have any other symptoms to associate with measles. I was very worried at this point because you have a doctor trying to help, but nobody really knows how to help. Cody is kind of a shy child as it is. Cody does not want to be the center of attention. And now he has to walk around school with what looks like spots all over him. I know it was a nightmare for him. Over the course of two long years, Cody sees countless doctors. They give him a range of different medications, none of which stop the spots or restore his energy levels. 
Then one day, Chandler notices something else. We had been sharing a room. One morning, when I woke up, I looked over at his bed sheets. They had pus and stuff on them. I was really freaked out about it. But when Chandler confronts his brother, he sees something even more disturbing. The spots on his skin, they had opened. They were bleeding and stuff like that. Cody Baker's body is covered with sores that are leaking pus and blood. It did look kind of nasty because it was like black holes in his skin. I called my mom into the room. You could see that the areas were very red and that some of them had started to open up and they had fluid leaking out of them. There was open wounds now. He was crying and telling me that it hurt so bad. He's sick. I mean, he's getting worse. He's not getting better. Christy rushes Cody to the hospital. There, Dr. Michael McLeod takes on his case. At this time, Cody was coming in with lesions that were draining and ulcerated, and he was clearly in a lot of pain. This was very alarming to us. With more and more of his skin surface involved, it appeared that we were dealing with a flesh-eating disease. To find out what's causing the condition, doctors run a battery of tests. Within an hour, they have initial results. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
The doctor said, this is bad. He said, his blood count is down, his liver count is down, his kidney count is down. Basically, his body was shutting down. The skin is our defense against infections. All of the openings in the skin, it's like an open door for other infection and other problems to come into the body. He essentially had no way to defend his body against death. He was dying, and there wasn't anything you could do to stop it. Cody always came to mom for help, but there was nothing I could do. Doctors perform a biopsy on one of his sores. Cody's diagnosis was a complete shock to me. Cody had leprosy. When the doctor first told me that he had leprosy, I thought it was crazy. Leprosy, also known as Hansen's disease, is caused by mycobacteria leprae. Inside Cody's body, the mycobacteria invade the muscle tissue just beneath the skin. As they establish colonies, the bacteria move across his entire body, leading to Cody's unusual spots, weakened muscles, and bleeding sores. I just thought it was a biblical disease. I didn't really think that it even existed now. Mycobacterium leprae grow very, very slowly. In some cases, infections can take 20 years before producing noticeable symptoms. Some scientists believe their slow growth makes them tougher for the immune system to detect. Untreated, the infection can cause nerve damage, disfigurement, and even death. Diagnosis of leprosy was very serious for Cody. Once this organism has spread through the body, it's very difficult to eradicate. Cody might die. Now it's eating away at him. When you have a boo-boo, you go to mom and mom helps. And I wasn't able to help this time. It's not easy for anybody to lose a child, but to watch your child deteriorate is the hardest thing you have to do. With Cody's flesh rotting, doctors rush him into emergency surgery. We cut dying flesh away until we finally get to the living tissue. As sick as Cody was, with his entire body covered in lesions, I didn't know that Cody would ever recover from this. I was waiting outside the room. It seemed like I was sitting there for days. It was like losing a best friend. I didn't know that it could kill people. I said a prayer for Cody, and a lot of other people said prayers for Cody. I think Cody had a prayer chain all the way across Texas. My baby is definitely dying. Cody Baker is suffering from leprosy. To treat him, doctors must remove all the infected tissue across his body. Outside the OR, Cody's family waits anxiously for news. The doctor came in and told me that he had managed to get all of the areas clean that needed to be cleaned and that everything should start to get better. Surgery was clearly the turning point for Cody. It's clear at this point 
we finally gained the upper hand. Doctors wheel Cody into recovery. As soon as he opened his eyes, I knew that everything was going to look better from that point forward. Against the odds, Cody survives. Waking up from surgery, I was really glad that all the stuff that was eating me was gone. I am grateful for my mom and my little brother. They were there for me. And I, I thank my mom for protecting me. Mycobacterium leprae can be spread from human to human through coughing and sneezing. But in the U.S., the bacteria are most frequently transmitted when humans come into contact with infected armadillos. Cody remembers a particular event a few weeks before his symptoms began. My brother and I, we went to the woods with our dog and he started chasing something. So we just went after the dog in the woods. Their dog caught and killed an armadillo. When the dog killed the armadillo, we made sure it was dead. Then that's when I got some of the armadillo blood on me. That one moment changed everything. Today, Cody is back home and in school. Cody is definitely back. He is a regular kid. But the leprosy bacteria have left permanent marks. Cody has a lot of severe scarring that will never go away. Definitely has taken a toll on him. My thigh is scary because it looks like a shark, like, bit me. People look at him funny and wonder why he's like that, but I just tell him to say, I'm a survivor. <laughs> Only about 150 cases of leprosy are reported in the United States every year. Though leprosy is communicable, it's extremely rare to catch the disease from another person. To prevent infection, the CDC recommends avoiding contact with armadillos. The armadillo is an innocuous-looking creature, but it carries a deadly disease. And many other backyard killers are similarly disguised, so it's impossible to see them coming. She was gonna die. I couldn't believe it. Greg Blomain and Rosemary Anker live in Blaine, Washington. Although they've been divorced for 15 years, they remain close. He's still my best friend. For I've known him since he was 15. Uh, we're better friends now than we were when we were married. Together, they have a teenage daughter named Courtney. My family is the most important thing to me, and they're the ones that will be there for me no matter what. Courtney's a little more vulnerable. She's a little girl still in my mind. It's summer, and Courtney is spreading her wings. I really just wanted to be independent and basically follow my own way. But the path that Courtney has chosen worries her parents. She got to an age where she kind of figured she knew everything and started going her own way. She quit school, and she started going downhill. 
One evening, Courtney is spending time with her friends. I was at my friend's house smoking a little weed, and I, I felt a tickle in my throat. I was coughing up a little bit of phlegm. The phlegm that I coughed up was almost kind of black, like black swirls in it. But I was not too worried at all at this point. I'm just thinking it's a normal cold. Later that night, something else out of the ordinary happens. I was sitting in the car with my friend, and we were just hanging out. And I just noticed that my shoulder was hurting really bad. Almost like my shoulder was dislocated. I thought it was really weird because I hadn't done anything that would strain it. Courtney continues partying through the night and eventually comes home to her father. When I got out of bed, I also noticed that something else wasn't right. I was a little bit dizzy and a little bit almost nauseous, I would say. I kept thinking, how can, how can she be in that much pain? It seemed like it involved her whole back and shoulder, like she was crippled. I didn't get it. There was something wrong with my shoulder. Either needed to be set or get a cast or something. She was crying. She was messed up. Greg takes Courtney to the family general practitioner. The doctor came in, looked at my shoulder. He listened to my lungs and my heart, just to, you know, basically routine checkup stuff. The doctor sends Courtney for an x ray of her chest. When the x-ray came back, the doctor did seem still puzzled, but he said, looks like pneumonia. Pneumonia is a condition that affects the lungs, causing them to fill with fluid. It seemed kind of odd that uh, you would have such shoulder pain from pneumonia, but I guess, you know, it's possible. The doctor prescribes a course of antibiotics and sends Courtney home to rest. The next evening, Courtney remains sick at home. The antibiotics were supposed to help, and they didn't make a, a bit of difference. I couldn't take a deep breath at all. It just got worse and worse. I was compelled to call her mom. I was getting pretty freaked out that eventually maybe I wouldn't be able to breathe if it kept going like this. Rosemary meets Greg at the emergency room, where doctors are taking scans of Courtney's chest. And they call Greg and I out into the hall to look at an x-ray that they had taken. It looked like white, almost like cauliflower, filling up half her lungs, which really scared us half to death. Couldn't breathe when he showed it. I said, you're kidding. You're kidding. Teenager Courtney Blomain is suffering severe body pains and nausea. And Greg and Rosemary think they know what the cause of the problem might be. Her immune system was so low, and that could have very well been from using drugs. I told the doctor, she's possibly been subjected to a K2 
chemical poisoning. Clinical immunologist Dr. Troy Torgerson takes up her case. The first thing that we are concerned about actually is infection. We didn't know what it was, so we were concerned that she might be contagious to other patients, and so she was placed in isolation. They started coming in in like spacesuit type things so they wouldn't breathe my air. They gave us masks like out of a movie, like E.T. It was very overwhelming knowing that this is kind of a big deal. It happened so fast to go from having a pain in her shoulder to all of a sudden being in an isolation room. It was just terrifying and Courtney was still in pain. They said since we'd already been in contact with her so close, Greg and I couldn't leave the room. Doctors place the entire family in isolation, and there's one particular disease they are most concerned about. Based on the, the look of the CT scan, she could potentially have tuberculosis. Tuberculosis is a condition that typically affects the lungs. It is one of the deadliest diseases on the planet because the bacteria that causes it is actually able to evade the immune system. It was really bad. Now it's getting a little scary. Just a tiny, a tiny bit scary. To confirm their theory, doctors run numerous tests. Two days later, the results of the tuberculosis test come back. For tuberculosis, the testing was negative. Without a diagnosis, Courtney's health continues to plummet. If an answer isn't found soon, doctors would have to perform an extremely invasive procedure. Just, there was nothing else left to do except go in through her back with a needle into her lung and take tissue sample from that. Sometimes you can only make the diagnosis by doing a biopsy. This took my fear to the extreme, thinking of having to get my body cut open, having my bones cut, freaked me out pretty bad. Every once in a while, an alarm goes off and they come running in because her oxygen level is dipped so low. It was really, uh, uh, it, was, it was scary. It, and still, we didn't know what was going on. Yeah, it's terrible. It came to the point where the doctor said, if we don't find out what it is, her lungs are going to fail within two days. And she was going to die. Courtney Blomain's lungs are on the verge of failing. The doctors let me know that it was getting worse. I was very, very worried that once your lungs collapse, I think that's pretty much it. At this point, I started to worry if I was going to make it or not. Her parents, Greg and Rosemary, wait by their daughter's side. Then the doctors return with startling news. The blood test results came back, showing that she had a fungal infection and that that fungus was Cryptococcus gadii is it's Cryptococcus gadii. So I have no idea what they were saying, what, what that was. It was some kind of fungus. Inside Courtney's body, 
the Cryptococcus gadii fungal spores invade her respiratory system and attack her lung tissue. The fungal cells then multiply and spread inside her, forming nodules throughout her lungs. As the lungs fill with fluid, they put pressure on her insides, leading to her excruciating shoulder pain, difficulty breathing, and life-threatening pneumonia. It was hopeless. It was... I just... I can't... There's no way I would ever imagine having a funeral for Courtney. I just couldn't wrap my head around that. The Cryptococcus gadii spores can travel through the bloodstream and infect internal organs, even the brain. The deadliest strain of this fungus will kill 25% of those it infects. There had been people dying from this thing. Yeah, it would, it would destroy. <coughs> yeah. It was a hopeless, helpless feeling to watch her just wasting away. Once the diagnosis was made and we knew that it was cryptococcus, we know that cryptococcus is difficult to treat. When the infection is extensive, as it was in Courtney's case, that allows the organism sometimes to get away from us. To save her life, doctors put her on an aggressive regimen of antifungal medication. For days, she remains in serious condition. Just always wanting to be there, be by her side, hold her hand, just hoping and praying that her oxygen levels would get better, and they did. Incredibly, Courtney Blomain overcomes the Cryptococcus gadii infection. It's just like a miracle. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. After one week of taking the antifungal medication, Courtney is well enough to leave the hospital. But they're all left with one burning question. How do you get a fungus in your lungs? Mammals become infected when they inhale the spores. Cryptococcus gadii typically grow in the soil and on trees in temperate regions. In the U.S., the Cryptococcus gadii fungus is endemic to the Pacific Northwest and is frequently found in soil around Douglas fir trees. One day I was over at a friend's house painting the side of the house and I had dumped about a half a bucket of paint. I spilled the paint right under a Douglas fir tree. As I was raking up all this paint, a lot of dust and um, stuff was just filling my nose, my mouth, and all over my face. I guess it can happen to anybody. Today, Courtney has made a full recovery and has even become a mother herself, leaving her rebellious years behind her. Because of this, I changed so much. I realized that life is a lot more than partying. Uh, she seemed to have... Uh, a new lease on life, literally. She appreciates everything. She really, really appreciates the fact that she's still around. Only one other person in Washington State survived this, so I was just feeling really lucky that I was one of them. Cases of human infection are still extremely rare in the United States because most people can cope with low levels of exposure. But people who have compromised immune systems, smokers, or people over 50 are at a greater risk of contracting the fungus. 
Anyone who thinks they might have been exposed to the fungus and who displays dramatic symptoms of severe coughing, headaches, or high fever should seek medical attention. For more blood-curdling monsters and their hideous habits, visit our website, animalplanet.com slash monsters inside me. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.